Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back to Cookin' Joe. Ron, I keep replaying Najee's words in my mind. Obviously, he thinks that people, either there weren't enough in-house rules or people were breaking them. I guess I think about things like being late to meetings, things like that. Like, what kind of in-house rules are we talking about here? Because Tomlin, at least with a guy like Antonio Brown, certainly had a history of allowing a really talented player to break rules, right? There's no doubt. But, I mean, even Cower had that reputation, too. I think of Plexico. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I mean, Plexico was late for planes, late for meetings, late for everything, and Cower let him get away with it. I guess it depends on how good you are, too. It's easy to punish the guy who stinks versus the guy who's pretty good. In-house rules. I mean, what other ones come to mind? you, you got to be it. on time. That's one thing. You know, I always love Jim Leland's rules. He had two. Be on time and play hard. That's all his only rules were. Yeah. Be on time and play hard. I don't know what else, it what appears else is he that, talking about. It appears that those were two that certain Steelers couldn't follow because we saw a couple of them blatantly quit during games. Not playing hard rule, that's for sure. Uh, good for George Pickens that he has bounced back, and I thought, you know, down the stretch he was pretty good, but he had the fumble yesterday. And then after the game, Ron He could have caught that blaming... touchdown pass too, you know that? Yeah. That ball, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. The guy, I'm, I'm not sure if the Buffalo guy got a little he finger on it, but that ball hit his hands, you know. I thought it could have been caught. Let's put it this way. I don't think it was the right day for George to tell the media after the game this kind of thing. Well, you can't play the uh, you can't play the Bills and the, and the refs, you see what I mean, at the same time. So uh, when you out there and you trying to make the plays, you are personally, and then they just taking away calls, throwing clear pass over Miles Jack's head. They call the P.I. It's not catchable. Uh, so just politically, when guys go back and watch this game, watch the refs for sure in the game. Not a good day for him to say that. I'm sorry. He lost a critical fumble that put him from a seven nothing hole into a fourteen nothing hole. And then I didn't I thought he could have made that catch. Yes, I agree with every syllable. Well, I'd have to take one more look at the catch. Yeah, it, it would have I, been, I, I, I don't know if the guy got a finger on it. That's the only thing. Maybe change the direction just a little bit, but it hit his hands, man. Well, let's talk about the officiating. I thought it was Terrible. awful from replay to on the field. The first thing I want to talk about is the Josh Allen run and then the penalty on Miles Jack uh, for hitting Josh Allen. Listen, I don't know if I would definitely quantify what Josh Allen did as a, quote, fake slide. It wasn't Kenny Pickett against Wake Forest. It was a stutter step 
He definitely made people think maybe he was going to give himself up, but he didn't actually go into a slide. I just thought it was a great play. I'm with Jason McCourty from from Good Morning Football uh, before he complimented you, Ron, on your <laughs> column today, where you give him that run. Good, great. It was unbelievable. It was a great play. But as a defender, then to call Miles Jack for, I thought he actually tried to lay off. You're already into your movement. You don't know what Josh Allen's going to do. He's just proven that. So he goes into a slide. Uh, you're not allowed to take his head off, but I don't think Miles Jack did. That's a crap call. Yeah, How I, are these guys supposed to defend running quarterbacks? I, it's it's hard. I mean, it's hard to play defense in, in general. Who was the guy in the game on Saturday that got hurt? They took out his knee. Um, one uh, was a receiver. Oh yeah, they've, that's they, happened they a couple took, times. They took out yeah. his knee, and then that happened yesterday. And the defender, I mean, the defender goes, "I can't hit him high. Right. I don't want to hit him low." Yeah. Every wide receiver, I think every player would tell you they'd rather you hit me high yeah. than take out my knee. I, I'm right? not sure. Yeah. So it's hard for a defender. <laughs> you know, I thought Jack hit him. I mean, I didn't have a real problem with that penalty. Then what's he supposed to do? Uh, How does he know that Josh Allen's he, not going to fake go, he, go into something fake and keep running? He immediately came up with his hands like, I didn't do it, I didn't because do it. Because he didn't really take a full shot at him. Yeah. I thought that was a – what are you supposed to do? I got you. I get you. Sean, don't but call me Seth Meyers. they always err on the side of protecting a Josh Allen. Except they, except they don't. They don't always err on that side. I think intent has to be factored in, although then you get into – it's kind of a gray area. But, yeah, the intent was not to – to rough him up on that. I mean, it was basically a push. There was no head contact whatsoever. So even though they made contact, Jack did, I don't think it was in any way intentional or egregious. It, it reminded me of Mahomes in his first year. I think it was a playoff game in Tennessee. Made an unbelievable play on the sidelines where it looked like he was going to turn it out of bounds, and then he didn't. So if I'm a defender, every blanking time I see a quarterback go to the sidelines, I'm going to hit him. Especially somebody like that who I know can turn it up. Jason Garrett called Pat Mahomes the other day a sneaky good athlete. Sneaky you know, good athlete. He I, was drafted in Major League Baseball I, and football. He's not sneaky. Um, I don't blame a quarterback for taking advantage of the rules, though. If Me I'm neither. Mahomes, I'm doing what I can, right? And if if it border, absolutely if it's borderline, it it screws the defense. So what? I'm doing it. You know what? Yes. And if you're going to use deception, then you should expect to be hit on plays where you otherwise wouldn't expect it. I think you want to turn out about a little bit too. He kind of snapped his head probably in like a NBA flopping style to really accentuate that he thought it could yeah. have been a penalty. I thought that that could have been let go. I thought the Steelers were victimized on some other calls. The Dan Moore play after, come on, he gets pushed, he pushes. Well, the, other the interference, guy. the pass interference call, I was on Jack. You know, the ball was so un- uncatchable. Well, they and they talked about, it, and then they said, "Okay, it's holding." Yeah, that was a bull call too. And I thought for Pick- me. I thought Pickens got held at the end, but there were a couple oh, of other plays, a couple that, that went the Steelers' way, including the Pat Fryermuth fumble that would have pretty much, I think, ended the game. Right, right. I don't know how that wasn't ruled a fumble and a recovery by Buffalo. And then earlier on, when Pickens fumbled, they yeah. originally said it was a uh, incompletion, right? And then they review overturned it. So the Steelers benefited from some calls, but I I just thought overall it was a horribly called game. Me too. I, I still don't. I don't know think what the they... refs are why the Steelers lost by any stretch. Yeah. So what is the rule on the slide? Can you look that up, Sean? Don't call me Seth Myers. Now I, I did not see <laughs> this live. Are, are you, you allowed talking... to make? Are you talking Miles about Jack on... hit on the Allen slide? Okay. okay. Well, when did you say he fake one on a long touchdown run or not? 
Oh, clearly, yeah. He's he stutter stepped and acted like he was going to give himself up, and a lot of people are calling that a fake slide okay. today. I, I didn't notice that live. So mm. you're talking on a 52 yard run, yeah, which was an incredible, incredible play. A couple of those Steeler guys didn't look like they wanted any part of him. KZ, well, Pat, yeah, he ran over KZ, Minka, but, or somebody did. did. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't seem like they wanted a part of him. Well, I think a few of them at least thought he was giving himself up. I, he definitely used deception I gotta watch there. It. I got to watch that again. More power to him. But, again, if you're going to allow these guys to deceive defenders, then you got to allow them to be hit because I don't know if I'm being deceived or not. So if I'm Miles Jack, plus Miles Jack did not lay a good hit on him. He laid on top of him. And then Allen embellished. What's the rule? Are you allowed to hit him at all? Okay, so there's a few things here. This is under the uh, the notes part of it. So it first says, number one, defenders are required to treat a sliding runner as they would a runner who is down by contact. Two, a defend, and they have some of this highlighted, which I'd assume means it's really the emphasis. A defender must pull up when a runner begins a feet first slide. This does not mean that all contact by the defender is illegal. If a defender has already committed himself, then the contact is unavoidable. It is not a foul unless the defender makes forcible contact into the head or neck area. I don't think he did that. He did not make contact to the head or neck. And I have to see, you know, both players at the very point that Allen started to slide. So you're telling me if Miles Jack was already in action there toward the ball carrier, he's okay. It was just. I thought I thought it might have been a little late on his part. Might have been. Might have been. I don't know. On his part, I did not really have a problem with that call. Based on what had happened earlier, I did. Uh, I just, I just don't know what the hell you're supposed to do. Well, I'm not just saying that either. I'm not I, saying that either. I, I, I don't know. Um, and the next time, if I were a college player against Kenny Pickett, the next time, or, or in this case, Josh Allen, I'd take a shot at him either way. I believe college. Like he, they're they're going to allow you to do that to make me look like an idiot here because I'm following the rules. All right, next time you come near me, no matter what you do, I'm drilling. I'm you. drilling you. I think college did put a rule in. Well, they did. They did. It's the Kenny the Pickett NFL, rule, right? The NFL did not. And so whether you you know, believe it was a, a fake slide or not, that's legal for Josh Allen to do that. There was another play that I know Steelers fans did not like, and it was, it was really unfortunate to see Joey Porter Jr. on the ground. <clears throat> and I think there should be – is there a rule against it? I don't know because you see that play a lot, Ron, where somebody's engaged – and an offensive lineman or somebody else comes crashing into the pile and he crushed Joey Porter hit, hit from behind. Head, hit him in the head. To me, that's like charging in hockey, although taking away the part about the player already being engaged, like you're flying down the field and you have a guy who's completely unaware and who's engaged here and you take a shot at yeah, him blindside. I don't, I, don't, I don't like that, but I, I don't know. I, I didn't like you it You see either. it a lot. I didn't like it either. You see it a lot, though. So maybe McGovern that should have been called lineman, too. You know, I don't know. I, I I didn't like that, and you know Porter was knocked into next week on that play. Yeah, that was that was sad to see. If that's not completely against the rule, and I think it is, although you don't think of a defensive back as the type of player they're trying to protect. If there's a rule, and I think there is, that if you're engaged already, it's for offensive players. You know what I mean? That those are the only ones who are going to benefit from that. You know, if a receiver is already clearly going to be tackled and someone comes flying in and crushes him, he's considered defenseless. So why not the same? 
or a defensive back. They don't do anything to help the guys on defense. Both these not. are great examples. They do not. But the rules are designed to protect the offensive guys. No, oh, that's Especially wrong. Especially the quarterbacks. That's wrong. Um, and if the quarterback is going to use those rules to his advantage in an act of deception, then guess what? He deserves to get drilled. And he's going to get hit. 928-9370. I can't think of anything else officiating-wise. There was a lot to it. So did the Steelers get more bad calls against them or non-calls, whatever you want to call them? Yes, I would agree with that. <clears throat> Is there a vast league-wide conspiracy to get Josh Allen to play Patrick Mahomes? No, I wouldn't agree with that because they had an easy, easy opportunity in New York to overrule an obvious Fryermuth fumble and nothing that I saw, by the way, would tell me what Jim Nance said is that Fryermuth was out of bounds and it hit the crown of his helmet. There's, I didn't see that. Maybe you did. I, I did certainly not. didn't see enough to overturn I, I, I it. I thought it was clearly a fumble that was recovered by the Bills. And that wasn't even what was in question. And the way I heard Gene Steratore, you, you don't go back and look at a different a different question. Like, hey, did that hit Fryermuth on the way? You, you, you adjudicate to what was ruled on the field, which was that the Bills guy didn't recover the ball inbounds, which he clearly did. And that play was as big as two or three of the other plays that got missed. I mean, that's a and, gigantic and that change was of early, possession. That was early in the game that Buffalo lost that challenge. They were out of challenges the rest of the game. Yeah. Could have been the worst call in the history of football in the second half, and the Bills couldn't have challenged Exactly. It. Which is a strange rule when you think about it. it. You got to go two for two to get a third? You got to go two for two to get a third. And he, they won the first on the George Pickens fumble. Right. But they lost the one on Friarmouth. And I, I still have no idea how they lost that. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. <clears throat> Excuse me. The time right God now bless is, you. Thank you. 1220. Time to call Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. Why pay 40% when you can pay 25%? Call 888-98-TWINS. And the text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Coming up next, let's get back to the game again and go through Ray Fittipaldo's report card. A lot of things happen. I saw an interesting piece by Bob Labriola of Steelers.com where he said they lost this game mostly because they didn't do what got them to the playoffs in the first place. Let's talk about that. Whether this was a winnable game, do they win with T.J. Watt, that type of thing. We'll talk about all of that coming up. You can listen to Cook and Joe every Wednesday to hear about Starkey's Card of the Week from the Baseball Card Castle and Cranberry Contest run every Wednesday through Friday at noon at the 937thefan.com contesting page. Let's talk about J.P. Roofing and Siding, shall we? Look at the weather today. If your roofing, siding isn't up to snuff, you're not going to be a happy homeowner, are you? Maybe you can fix that. No, you can fix that. You can prevent bad things from happening, too, by giving a call to Joe Potochnik and J.P. Roofing and Siding. This guy's been doing this for 42 years. 42 years. Started out in his early... I don't wanna, do I want to give away his age, Sean? Don't call me Seth Myers. Yeah, it was his early 20s, he told give me. Give away his mustache's age, maybe. His, his early 20s. He said, I'm going to strike out for myself. And and what I mean, strike out, you know, not strike out at the plate, strike out on my own and get out there and have the guts to build a business. And that's what he did. And 42 years later, look at him. Look at him now and look at his mustache now, Sean. 
It's a nationally recognized company, platinum preferred company, not an easy designation to get. $500 off any roofing or siding installation right now at JP Roofing and Siding. Give them a call, 412-829-7711. That's 829-7711. And I want to tell you that the fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, Ron, let's get back to the game itself. Top of the hour, we'll get to the bigger questions again where we've spent most of the day here. Mike Tomlin's walk-off from the podium and where are we headed with Mike Tomlin's future. Ron had an excellent column. Thank you very uh, kindly, Joe. In the Post-Gazette today, it's time Mike Tomlin needs to leave the Steelers for both, for both parties. Uh, good. But the game itself was pretty interesting. It got interesting the second half. Steelers cut it, cut it down to a touchdown. And Ray Fittipaldo, as usual, gave out his grades, Ron. And let's get right to Our it. Our friend Raymond. What a nice man. Usually he's very tough. I thought he was tough with some of these. Mason Rudolph came crashing back to earth. Ray writes, his biggest mistake intercepted in the end zone, had a chance to make it a game. He wasn't able to overcome the early mistake. He didn't go in the tank, but he wasn't able to overcome that. A C-minus for Mason Rudolph. Uh, Yeah, I could live with that. Maybe a C. I thought he was okay after the bad start. But after the bad start counts too, right? The bad start 
I think he was two for seven coming out of the gate. Um, I, I can't go any better than a C, but probably C minus. I could live with that. I think I'll go C. I actually thought that you're right. You can't take away that shaky start. He needed some time <clears throat> to get used to that kind of environment. And I think the conditions, some of his early throws, Ron, weren't were, even close. Were out of, they were like Kenny Pickett throws at times. The, the kind last year when he would, you know, if, if, if in doubt, throw it to a guy sitting on the bench type throws. Right, right. But I thought that he came back and, and played pretty well. 229 yards, passer rating 80, couple touchdowns. Could have had another pick or two, I thought. Um, and on the one on the one interception in the end zone, some people thought Deontay could have made uh, more of a comeback toward the ball. You agree with that? I thought it, and I, I think Mason said it afterwards. He said, I got to throw that ball a little more outside where it's either Deontay or nobody. I thought that was a bad throw on his part. And But, you know, his grade is obviously – you're going to be impacted by how good the guy on the other side of the field was at quarterback. You know, maybe you'd have said, Hey, Mason, good enough to win a lot of games against average quarterbacks. Not good enough to win that game. He was okay. I'll give him a C, you know, and, and in the end, this is a guy that they basically excavated and threw him into onto a football field because Mike Tomlin had no other answers. Even he didn't believe in Mason Rudolph. No, no matter what no he way. says. You're right. Um, and it's still only been four games. So to be fair to Mason, you know, what What about him? I think, I think right now, if I were running the Steelers, coaching the Steelers, whatever, my tack would be we have an open competition in camp. That's what I would do. Would you? Yeah, but I don't think that's what they're going to do. Me neither, but that's what I would yeah, do. Yeah, I, I mean – Again, though, you know, who was it, Ray or Caboli or said, how much can you can you win a job in camp in the preseason? Usually the number one guy going in is going to end up coming out of it because it's so hard to judge those games. We saw Pickett play fabulously yeah. in those exhibition games, and then once they got to the 49ers in the opening, not so fabulously. But would you have that? What, I, what would you do with Mason then? First of all, you know, are you going to decide you're going to sign him? You might let him go if you bring in another veteran. You know, Peter King keeps suggesting Russell Wilson. Unless you, if you bring in another veteran to go with uh, Pickett, I probably don't sign Mason. But yet, the other side of that is, do you feel comfortable going into camp with Mason and Pickett? No, I certainly wouldn't. You got to get a veteran in there somehow, some way. A, a legit starter type veteran, right? right. And and. It's very tricky because they don't want to give up on Pickett. And I actually would like to see Kenny Pickett in a real offense that's run by somebody who knows what they're doing. Right. Um, but, man, right now, if, if, I, if I, well, see, you got to make your decision probably before free agency. Honest to God, if it was my decision, Ron, Kenny Pickett's out and Mason Rudolph is the guy I keep. But you know that isn't going to happen. Not the you question. You know it can't even happen. Why? Because of his number one status. So what? That's the thing that that you uh, that you're I, 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 you tie yourself to. You, so you I wouldn't know. if if I said Ron Cook, you run the Steelers, you wouldn't do that. You would have you have a choice I'm bringing, all the time. I'm bringing Pickett back next year to see what he can do in a real offense. But I'm not necessarily giving him the job. I'm just saying I'm not. Are you suggesting cutting him? If I was going to bring in, if I had to choose between Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph, I would choose Mason Rudolph right now. Probably, but not enough for me to cut Pickett. 
Well, then you'd have them both. But then, <laughs> then what are you going to do? No, no, you're, we're asking a different question. We're, we're exp- you're expanding on the simple question. If I had to choose one guy or the other, forget about the Steelers, forget about anything else. They're both free agents right now. I'd probably take Rudolph too. So would I. So then you, then we can expand it to why wouldn't you do that if you were the Steelers, if you think he's the better quarterback? I don't know that they do, though. No, you. If you're the Steelers, why wouldn't I'm, you do I'm that? I'm still not comfortable with those two. I'm bringing somebody else in as well. Uh, you know, if you want to bring Mason in and say you compete for the job, fine. But I, I, I got to bring in somebody else. Then you're not going to get Mason because there's no way he's going to come back to a three-quarterback situation. There's just then, no chance of that. Depending on who that veteran is, I'll live with that and have Pickett be the backup if that's what it comes to. So you would choose then the lesser of the quarterbacks, in your opinion? Uh, if I get a, a veteran that would drive Mason away, yes. All right. I think I think what the Steelers would do is come back with Pickett and go get a guy like yeah, pick any one of a number of of. Now I can't think a of Jameis Winston type somebody well, like that. Even lesser than that, maybe. Yeah, Jameis Winston type. You're Who's right. Who's a guy in Cincinnati? J- Browning. Yeah, somebody like that. Would you take Sam Darnold? No, I'd rather I, Russell Wilson is an interesting name to me. Um, so yeah, if it were up to me, I and I had to choose between the two. I think Mason Rudolph is a better quarterback. I do. They were presented with similar circumstances, and Mason thrived, and Kenny Dickett didn't. Although, although once Canada left, Pickett actually had his best game of his career. Right, and and his supporters are saying. Hey, if he'd have had a chance to play down the stretch, he'd have won those games too. Who knows? It's possible. I just like generally what I saw from Mason. If I had to boil it down to one thing, it's standing in there and waiting for things to open and delivering the ball and taking some hits instead of fleeing the pocket. Instead of doing a little spin move to avoid one sack and going into another. Put it this way. Their quarterback situation, we can talk about the head coach all we want. We've said many times, both of us, I'll take the quarterback over the head coach any day in any situation in history. It was more about the quarterback than the coach. And the Steelers need to solve their quarterback situation. And having another audition for Kenny Pickett while their defensive stars are getting a year older really isn't that enticing to me. Maybe it's inevitable. Maybe it's unavoidable. But that doesn't mean it's enticing. Because I look around the AFC – I see Josh Allen, I see Lamar Jackson, I see Joe Burrow and C.J. Stroud and even Trevor Lawrence and Tua and Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. And, and th- maybe even Deshaun Watson. You don't know what's going to happen. Maybe eh? even Aaron Rodgers. Right. And then I see young guys that I still think have tremendous promise. Will Levis, Anthony Richardson. And then I see the Patriots are about to draft third, which I, if I'm a Steeler fan, I wish my team was doing because then I get Caleb Williams or Drake May because that's if Chicago – decides to keep uh, Justin Fields. So they have one of the worst quarterback situations in the AFC, which to me means their ceiling is maybe a playoff win at some point in the, in the near maybe or in our lifetime. future. Maybe in our lifetime. It's just a bad Seven place years, to be. not even close. A very bad place to be, Ron, isn't it? Yeah, it is. There's nothing worse than not having a quarterback. Nothing on any level. When they had been before, I'd say, the last two years, but even maybe <clears throat> more often than they do now, but certainly when he was in his prime and late prime, you go into every game 
almost every game with an advantage at the most important position and in sports. And how many did he win for them? The most important position in sports. Now, as people pointed out to me today, uh, his playoff record wasn't great late either. But my point would be, yeah, but I always felt like I had a chance with that right. guy. I, I don't feel like I have one with these guys. I just don't. Maybe to win a game, sure. But as I said earlier, Ron, exactly nobody in the football world really talks about the Steelers much or at all. Other than they try hard. As a serious Super Bowl contender. They're out of that conversation and will be next year too. Running backs, C- minus for Najee and Jalen. What do you think of that, Ron? Uh, You know, I guess they weren't productive. But I don't know that they had much room to run. Najee, 12 carries for, what, 37 yards? I mean, after two 100-yard days, um, you know, maybe the offensive line wasn't as good against that Buffalo front. I mean, I, I don't know. I'd see maybe. I can't give him any higher than that. Reading Labriola's piece today, uh, it seems like he feels the recipe down the stretch <clears throat> was pound the ball a lot. Right and then take some aggressive shots down the field. And it, it seemed like they, they sort of gave up on the run, didn't they? Yeah, but they fell behind 7 nothing on the opening drive, and then it was 14 nothing quickly, and that changes the whole nature of the game a little bit. Probably got away from it enough, but when they tried to run it, they had no success. I wouldn't say no success. I, I I, th- I think they should. I agree with Labriola. They should have tried it more. Yeah, okay. I can live with that. Um, but maybe, yeah, part of it was forced. Part of it was forced because of the score. And You're down like 21 that. to nothing at one point. I think that the object, when they, they got back in the game, they did get back in the game. But I can see his point that uh, this was not the recipe they used down the stretch. As far as these two guys go, Najee didn't look quite right to me. I thought that maybe Jalen Warren should have gotten a little more action. He looked like the better back yesterday. Would you agree? Yeah, he ran good. I thought he ran hard, as he always does. I mean, they ran the ball 23 times for 106 yards. That's at 4.6 a crack. To me, that's a pretty successful running day. Imagine what they would have done with 35 or 40. You start to wear on that battered Buffalo defense. That's what Tomlin always talks about, attrition. So that's not a bad running day at all to me. Uh, But the Bills wound up winning the running battle. 34 carries for 179 yards at 5.3 a clip. You know, Tomlin mentioned afterward, and it was the only thing he mentioned really, or the first thing, the turnovers. Turnovers killed us. Turnovers killed us. They didn't help, Ron, that's for sure. But to me, giving up easy touchdowns after a turnover because of miscommunications in your secondary was brutal. Tight ends just killed them. After two of those touchdowns, you had guys looking at each other like, what just happened? Now the the you know the the Steelers didn't get a turnover technically, but they did block the punt, um, which was a big play in that game. Field too. goal, yeah, at the end of the half. Yeah, field goal. Yeah, that right, was a. Right. Would you have kicked that field goal if you're no, McDermott? Me probably neither. Not from that distance. Not when I had no. everything going. Everything. You know, I'd have probably maybe even gone for it, or I would have punted. Punted. One of the rare times I'd punt from your thirty-three or whatever it was. It just you know the weather at that end of the field. They said the wind was bad. Um, and, and a lot of bad things can happen, and it did. You get it blocked. C-minus. All right, what would you give the running backs? I see. C-minus for the receivers. Pickens fumble. Fryermuth led all receivers with 76 yards. Calvin Austin had a touchdown. Uh, 
Priority in the draft, he says, is a receiver. Grade C minus. Yeah, probably. Pickens fumble was a killer. God bless you over there. Thank you. Uh, Pickens fumble was a killer, and I thought he could have made that catch in the end zone. I thought Deontay had a really good game. I thought Deontay was really good. I thought that's the best he's been all year, maybe. Yeah, C minus is right because Fryermuth also fumbled and uh, they got, got away with just it. got lucky. Can't have it. Can't have two fumbles in the same game. O line a D. You agree with that? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I don't know. Am I going to give them worse than the running backs? They couldn't run the ball. Didn't run the ball. Mason, how many times was he sacked? I know the one. I think we play. disagree on whether they couldn't run the ball or not. Okay. Twenty three um, for one hundred six at four point six a clip. That's not bad. Well, maybe they didn't run it enough then. Then I'm not going to give the offensive lineman that low of a grade. Maybe a C, C minus. This is an outrage from Ray Fittipaldo. What did they do wrong? How many times? The Bills was, have a good pass rush. And how many I times Rudolph, was he sacked? Once? I know that it, what is it was. Yeah, it, one time. One time. And no, that's he had a, a couple passes batted down. That's but his I, fault. Yeah, I know. I know. He's 6'5". I'm going to give the offensive line a B in that game. Uh, they fell behind 21 nothing, so the Bills could just pin their ears back, as they say. Or as Cam likes to say, light their hair on fire. That, too. That hurts. Let me think You ever about. light your hair on fire, Joe, and all your escapades? You if ever I pin catch my, yourself on fire? If I pin my ears back and lit my hair on fire. That would hurt. Be a hell of a look, wouldn't it, Sean? Yeah, that'd be – is that what happened to Ron? Be a pain. What happened to who? Why, because he's bald? The hair on fire. Him? Oh, yeah. Ron who? Ron Cook. In what respect? I think he's ripping me there. Over. I think he is. I what think, do you mean? Sean, you're ripping me, aren't you? I would never. No. Yeah, you would never. So I thought they gave him a clean pocket most of the game. He's not a scrambler, and I thought that when you're averaging 4.6 a carry, you're not doing so badly. I give him a B, Ron. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm okay with that. Defensive line. Cam Hayward, six tackles. Ray Fittipaldo writes... Benton and Ogan Joby five apiece, but the interior pass rush didn't have a lot of juice. The starting... Travis Adams did have the block on the field goal because that that can go on special teams. I For guess. me, it would. Yeah, he says D, and I'm down with that. Yeah, the Bills they couldn't contain they couldn't contain uh, Josh Allen or James Cook. He looked good too. Didn't yeah, he? he looked real good. They ran for 179 yards. Ogan Joby's a disappointment to me on the season for the money that he signed for. He makes one notable play per game. That's that's pretty much his story. I'm going D minus for them. They they needed to come in and not get run all over, and they were run all over. 179 yards. Linebackers. He gives them a C. I'd on. give them a D. What is going on I'd here, give Ray? Them a D. I didn't when like, is Ray coming on? I, Friday. He'll be on Friday. I'll question him on his grades. Um, I, I didn't like that, you know, the, the pass defense was awful. Um, and if you're going to include the outside linebackers, I know TJ didn't play. I, I just not good enough. I'd say D golden had a sack that Mike Tomlin didn't take advantage of, or even try to, because that was the one with, uh, the, the ball was snapped with 48 seconds left in the half golden sacks, Josh Allen bills want to get to the, they want to get to halftime. It was very apparent. It was the one time in that game where I saw the pressure get to them. You could see it in their eyes. You could feel it. I wasn't in the stadium, but you could feel it in the tenor. And of, you know that Buffalo feeling, don't you? They were reeling. It's very much like a boxing match where one boxer is dominating and the other guy might get that one tiny window where he lands a punch. That was the blocked field goal. 
and has a chance to land some other ones. And instead, Mike Tomlin didn't even throw one. Didn't what call in the, the time What out. in the world was he thinking? The scared, other team didn't scared, have a punter, maybe. Scared money don't make money. He didn't live that philosophy there. We didn't know if the Bills had a punter at the time. I mean, it was just incredible. But even if they did, you had a chance to get the ball back unless you were afraid of Josh Allen making a big play on you. Scared money don't make money. Scared right, money Rob. don't make money. We don't live in our fears, unless, of course, we do. Uh, Miles Jack got beaten by Kincaid, although I refuse to believe that he didn't have help. I I don't care what your injury situation is. The idea of Miles Jack covering Dalton Kincaid, I refuse to believe that that was the actual plan, 30 yards down the field. But anyway, uh, a D for the linebackers. Yes, what would you give him? A D. Secondary, a D for Ray. KZ was run over by Josh Allen. Minka Fitzpatrick had the horrendous. I thought he had a pretty good game. I thought he was very visible. He made a visible. couple good tackles, yeah, but he also missed that big one. He had the big tackle miss and on still Shakir. No, no turnovers. And Allen completed 70% of his passes and threw three touchdowns. It's an F. I agree with Ray. I would agree with that. Special teams gets a C. Harvin brings it down uh, from Ray. They get a C. The block field goal was huge. 31-yard they, punt. They've, uh, they, they've been, had a good year blocking kicks, right? Yeah. Danny Smith, I think, is pretty good at what he does. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Tomlin just staying with Presley Harvin is, is just... I don't know what they signed. Mind-boggling. I, I don't get that. What is he looking at, Ron? Now, that first kick was 31 yards, right? Yes. Now, I don't know how bad the wind was. That was into the wind. The I other guy know. had one leg and was punting better. I, no, that was the other way, though, in the second half. O over the whole game, I would suggest, though. Yeah. When one-legged punters are outperforming your guy, it might be time to move on, Ron. <laughs> Although I, I have a feeling Harvin will not be back next year. Grade C, I'm fine with that. And the coaching, uh, he gives a D. Uh, I don't know about that. How about a D minus? Yeah, D. I mean, yeah. I mean, they had no answers for Josh Allen, which most teams don't. But their offense looked like it took a step back to me, like almost, you know, before Mason got in there. But most teams do get a turnover on Josh Allen. They didn't. They did not. Most teams don't give up a 52-yard touchdown run to Josh Allen, and they did. And they got battered for 179 yards and the ridiculous episode at the end of the half. I, 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 you want to give him an F? I can live with that. Okay. John, what do you give the coaching? 
They ain't putting these report cards on their refrigerator, are they? Sort of like the Starkey at the Starkey house when young Joe was in school. I, I would lean. <laughs> His mom did not want to put him on her refrigerator. She did. If I got all C's, she was proud. See, you're average, As Joe. long as you try you your best, right? You tried hard. I told her. They're like the Steelers. You're average. I told you her. You did your best. It was a revelation when I first looked at the report card. I looked at the glossary, and it said C is average. So I went home and said, Mom, I'm, what do you think? I'm above a- I'm average. I'm just an average guy. I get C's, and she was okay with it. Yeah, you tried. I mean, you, you tried. I tried. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, I would say D would be my my grade. Fair Below enough. Low average. Fair enough. Let's get back to really the overriding story of the day, which is Mike Tomlin's future. We're going to replay for you the walk off at the podium, the reaction on Good Morning Football. Ron Cook mentioned prominently on Good Morning Football. <laughs> By Jason McCordy. We're going to get to all of that next. And your thoughts on the future. Is the time right for Mike Tomlin to simply move on? For them to come to some sort of agreement? Or do you have optimism that this is going to change anytime in the near future? Let's talk about all of that. Peter King had some interesting thoughts early in the show as well. 412-928. 9370 50 minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19 in Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service the fan hotline Pittsburgh trusted plumbing heating and air conditioning provider for over 50 years plus we can continue talk about the fake slide I know some people wanted to weigh in on that if you thought it was a fake slide by Josh Allen and the officiating overall a lot of calls seem to go against the Steelers although a big one went against the Bills all of that coming up here on Cook and Joe fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer Blazer Equinox and Silverado sunchevy.com snow throughout the day high of 17 and a low of 7 and this is the part where I tell you about the good feet store You don't want to be in foot pain. I'm sure a lot of you know what it's like, any kind, whether you might have some burning, some pain at the back, front of your foot, bottom, top, whatever it might be. It's just a bummer. You know, it's like back pain. It makes everyday little activities, walking up and down the supermarket aisle, going for any kind of walk, let alone a nice run or some light sporting activity, stinks. And I was howling in pain. With the joints of my big toes for many, many years. It got misdiagnosed. One guy thought it was gout. It wasn't gout. I mean, it could have been the way that I eat, but it wasn't gout. It was, I think, arthritis, but it was painful. That's the part that I didn't like. Well, along came the Good Feet store. Good Feet foot arch supports. They're designed to provide pain relief, balance, comfort, and they're working. I'm sort of a golfer now. I pretend to be one. And the way that I play, I'm chasing down my ball. I take very long walks, and it's feeling better. Pain relief solution at the Good Feet store for me, and it can work for you too. I went to the one in Robinson Town Center across from Ikea. You can go to that one or Cranberry Township, Route 19 North, next to Walgreens, and check them out for sure at goodfeet.com. Come in and try the Good Feet feeling today. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.